Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today again. I hope you had a great weekend uh, and we'll have a great week ahead. So we are at this point of time dealing with a situation in India where um, the people... Um, Sorry, should I say the the anger of the people is has risen up because of the BBC documentary on Modi um, and his and their propaganda uh, to down the hin to down the Hindus uh, because their colonial hangover is not over yet. They can't get over it that they don't no longer own our minds and our brains and we're independent people. Um, they need us to be dependent on them. And the rise of India under Narendra Modi um, to a, a huge superpower, and I don't like using the word because we are cyclic, so there's no such thing as superpower, but the rise of India frightens uh, the Abrahamic world because their worldview of um, of us versus them, uh, you know, Abraham is the best of all prophets, is down the tubes with the fact that, yeah, someone that they consider pagans and cow bullshitters and God people and multiple God people, it's absolute ridiculous caste and nonsense and Dalit, which is not even Hindu, uh, is all thrown onto the Indian subcontinent and these people are now rising up and they cannot fathom it. So they are on their case, they are allying with the uh, Indian National Congress from the back door uh, as a hit piece to show uh, Narendra Modi in a bad light. Um, and one of the reasons is the Gujarat riots, which started with the Gujarat train burning. Um, now, I mentioned yesterday how uh, a big part of this was the riots was because of the role of the media instigating and blaming the um, blaming the burning of the train on the dead on the dead people so the dead people were responsible for the train being burnt by a mob from the outside everything was put on the on the dead 59 dead people Hindus on in the who were burned in the train uh, the anger of the people rose so much they were instigated that they rioted now it 's not a good thing to riot anyway to use violence in any f- shape or form, but the fact the matter is that if the media had not instigated these people, they would not we would not have had the rights and This is the same media who's instigating again um, the uh, uh, the Hindus, same media again and again and again and pro-working and pro-working. And um, it's, it's, you know, they, they just can't get it. They just can't get it. And the more you push, the better, you know, uh, the more you're going to anger the people. So um, I'm going to read you from the chapter or from the book Gujarat Writes, a true story by M. Deshpande. Um, and I'm going to read you the role of the media in instigating these riots. Uh, chapter number nine, um, not going to read you the whole book, but just excerpts. And uh, I hope that you would buy the book because it's absolutely fantastic. There are many books out there. However, not all the books are both sides of the story. Where you have um, you have this book, this is really giving you both sides of the story. So it's very, very important to read this. So I'm going to start it off with chapter number nine. The Indian National English Media and the Indian National Congress were two groups, 
Two of the groups had launched vicious attacks on the BJP and Narendra Modi for the Gujarat riots. They both uh, held Narendra Modi and the BJP responsible for the post-Gujarat riots and alleged that the post and the riots were state-sponsored riots. In reality, some of the riots in Gujarat could not even could have actually been instigated by rivals of uh, Modi so to target the BJP and, and Modi himself because they had elections coming in December 92 of uh, 2002 of that year. The reason for this, during the time of the post-Godra riots, the BJP was in power the center in India. The BJP at that time had 182 seats out of 543 in the Lok Sabha, the lower house of the Indian parliament, way short of the 272 needed for majority. The ruling NDA or National National Democratic Alliance at that time consisted of more than 22 partners, which included Southern partners, Northern partners, um, uh, and many other parties. Uh, many other parties. These parties followed or claimed to follow the same ideology by the then opposition Congress on the policy. Um, of secularism. These parties were opponents of the BJP in the past and had joined the NDA coalition on the condition that the NDA will abandon the agenda of Hindutva of the BJP and leave out controversial issues like the construction of the Ram Temple. These parties were strongly opposed uh, to the organizations linked to the BJP. Uh, in fact, the NDA had uh, adopted a resolution on the, on the 2nd of February 1999. Since the BJP is the core of our alliance, it shall make every effort to ensure that the prestige and cohesiveness of the coalition are not diluted by organizations belonging to its ideological fraternity. These allies were providing crucial support to the NDA government. At that time, some of the allies pressurized the BJP and indulged in severe brinkmanship. The BJP was soundly trashed in the assembly elections in four states in 2002, including Uttar Pradesh, India's largest politically and most important state, with the party winning just 88 seats out of 403 in the state assembly. Down from 174, it had won in 1996. Um, the BJP also had lost Uttarakhand and a mere three out of the 23 seats in contested Punjab. Uh, it contested in Punjab in alliance with the Akali Dal out of a total of 117. They had already shaken the NDA. There was a motion moved in parliament by the Congress-led opposition and backed by the communists in May of 2002 against the Gujarat government, headed by Narendra Modi. And the then Congress chief Sonia Gandhi had earlier sat on a dharma in parliament in the first week of March 2002, demanding Narendra Modi's dismissal as the chief minister of Gujarat. The role of the NDA allies were very crucial. If the allies had voted for the motion, uh, Article 356 could have been implemented. Many of the allies were speaking against Narendra Modi, in particular the TDP, which had a huge stake of 28 MPs in the lower house. Um, on whose support the government depended. The debate on this issue was to start in the Rajya Sabha, that's the upper house. The riots in Gujarat had already stopped in April 2002. This was detrimental to the opposition's intention of the collapse of the NDA uh, with its allies, withdrawing support and dismissal of the state government. At that time, the Congress had launched a Remove Modi campaign, which had 
which had the active support of the NGOs and secularist organizations like the PUCL, the People's Union of Civil Liberties. This campaign was also not succeeding. Gujarat had become normal as early as March the 3rd, 2002. That's three days or four days after the riots. After that, the riots continued in isolated pockets, but they had together stopped by 12th of April. But the opposition allegedly wanted the riots to continue until at least May 2002, so that the attack on Modi and the BJP and the NDA allies like the TDP and DMK, etc., to vote against the Narendra Modi government and set the collapse of the NDA at the center in Delhi. As a result, the Congress party is alleged to have instigated in Gujarat after 21st April 2002, which was Ram Navmi Day, uh, they dis- that despite this motion was defeated by a huge margin on two, uh, 281 to 194 in the Lok Sabha is a different matter altogether. Um... But the article in India Today stated true. Since the latest round of violence began on 21st of April, violence has been restricted mostly to Ahmedabad, Vadodara, Lunavada, a small town in Panchamahal district. The concern is understandable, unlike the first place of the riots. Now Hindus too begun to suffer, thanks to new belligerents of the Muslims who have been under siege for 10 weeks. They repeated the repeated covery of such cultures of weapons from Muslim pockets forced some of the ministers to ask Modi to step out the police, uh, to st- Modi about the steps the police were taking to flush these armories out. Um, so, um, what is the knife edge tension? What is adding to the knife edge tension in is growing evidence that the violence has a deliberate pattern that is a motive to keep the flames from being doused. Violence seems to have been brought under control by the second week of March until sporadic attacks on the Hindus in Ahmedabad, Baroch, Modassa in the midst of the state school board exams reignited the embers. But it escalated on Ram Navmi Day when a police constable was killed in Ahmedabad, Gomtipur area. The sudden spurt of violence followed after a call given by local Muslim leaders to students from the community to boycott the rescheduled state school board exams. Uh, significantly among those who were extorting the students to boycott exams were five local Congress leaders, um, besides members of the radical Islamic movement, the Tablibi Jamaat. Local BJP leaders point to other incidents to suggest that there was a method in, in the mayhem. However, after Defence Minister George Fernandez led a peace march in Ahmedabad, violence broke out on the route he had taken. Uh, the area was not witnessed by any riot in this in the recent past. Strangely, the rioting stopped the day before Sonia Gandhi peace rally in Ahmedabad on first of May. But on the fifth of May, a day before the Rajya Sabha debated the the censure censure motion, and barely twenty four twenty four hours after. Um, KPS Gill, who had finished, uh, who finished the militancy in Punjab, um, took over his Gujarat assignment. Violence erupted again. This time, Muslim rioters attacked Bilvas locality in Shah Alam uh, area, says political analyst the Vidyut Thakur. A pattern is visible now. 
in the new round of uh, violence. This is an impression. There is an impression that it has to do with Modi Hatao campaign. That means the violence first started with um, burning of the train where members of the Congress pre-programmed this event. It was a concocted pre-planned event by Muslim members of the Indian National Congress and other uh, locals around the place. Uh, then the media instigated the uh, the anger of the people by blaming everything on the Hindus and um, and the dead Hindus who were burnt alive. That included women and children and systematically then the riots started and the Congress did everything and the media did everything to continue and keep the flames alive because uh, they wanted to get rid of Narendra Modi and the NDA government at the centre. Gujarat Congress leaders, however, rubbished the BJP and rubbish the BGP and Hindu leaders charged that the Congress was instigating the violence. Says State Congress Chief, how can Modi place his miserable failure to curb riots at our door? He has the entire state missionary to command to take over, take whatever steps that are needed to quell the violence. Modi, on whom the pressure is beginning to show resorts, even a blind man can make out interested sections want to keep the embers burning on a specific objective. Only anti-national forces can can be happy in such a situation. What is the conclusion we draw from the report of the India today? Um, the following is the report of the Hindu. Ahmedabad, 22nd April, after the Gujarat Bund on 28 uh, February, the first day of the post-Godra violence. Uh, the Ramnamni Day on Sunday, April the 20. First, 2002 accounted for the highest number of deaths in a single day. Nine persons um, succumbed to injuries in hospital, in addition to nine killed earlier in the day. The casualty figure may go up. At least 18 crucial, uh, still critical. Um, almost the entire wall city of uh, Ahmedabad were tense with sporadic incidents. Timely intervention by the police saved the Sarvodia commercial complex and the busy relief load where a violent group attempted to shut, shut, set shops on fire. Um, so we see that this violence that continued was being kept alive and the embers of that fire being kept alive by members of the Congress that, that were... were Part of that violence and, and part of the instigation of um, all the madrasas in the area using them, uh, fanatical Muslims, um, to keep them to keep the violence running in name of uh, uh, revenge, in the name of uh, getting um, getting back at the people who killed, uh, who who committed the riots in the first place, who killed seven hundred and ninety four Muslims. Um, this was real. The real issue behind the riots. It seemed that the opposition instigated these riots and the calls for boycotting of the exams with Islamic leaders. These were riots and not a massacre, as one can see from this report, that they are by no means one-sided. Um, so this went back and forth, back and forth, um, 
Five local Congress leaders were indeed actively edging students to boycott their board exams, just like the radical Tablighi Jamaat. The failure of the calls for boycott of the examination by students led to more attacks. Gujarat Home Minister sees plot to break NDA. Gujarat Minister of State for Home, Gordon Zafia, has blamed the Congress for the fresh spurt in violence, which cost 21 people their lives, saying that the opposition party has tried desperately to break the net, the NDA at the center. Um, the Congress and the minority community do not want peace. The Congress wants to break the NDA alliance in Delhi by fueling riots in Gujarat. Political parties are in the race for appeasement of minorities. They will not say a word against a Jama Masjid, uh, Masjid Imam speech yesterday, which incited Muslims to break India. Um, the Congress plan was to continue the writing, raise the issue of Parliament, force the NDA partners to raise their voices and in turn force Modi government to resign. Cooperators like Badruddin Sheikh and Taufik Pathan and their sons were leading the, cra- the crowd. Um, many of the Muslim... Um, Congress uh, people were bent on disturbing the current high school exams. They were harassing Muslim students in relief camps and Muslim areas. They were announcing on loudspeakers that Muslim stu- students shall give up college exams, but not on the tw- but not the twelfth and and tenth standard exams. The minister said disruptive elements were upset because ninety eight percent of the students still appeared for these exams. Um, so all this indicates that the op- uh, opponents could have instigated rights from as early as 13th of March 2002 so as to target the BJP and Modi and shake and disintegrate the NDA. The biased people in the media and particularly the TV channels were always going to hold BJP and Modi responsible for the riots, turning a blind eye to the Muslim instigation uh, because they were the vote bank of the Indian National Congress. We saw earlier K.M. Munshi warn of the tendency to blame the majority in the case of inter-religious conflict regardless of the merit of the question. Politicians, gamblers keeping Gujarat cycle violence ongoing also seem to imply that the opposition was instigating riots in, um, in Gujarat on 2nd of April. Um, so a lot of this we see um, comes from the Indian National Congress. It also comes from uh, the English media, the national media, um, and international media who operated with the Socialist Indian National Congress. Um, many of the, uh, Narendra Modi in, a, in an interview in 2002, May the 12th, said uh, many of the recent incidents have been done purposely purposefully to discredit the government. A few such elements tried to disrupt the peace at a few police stations in Amdaban and Vadodara. Some workers from the Congress also resorted to violence to disturb students' exams. Um, So we see uh, again and again, they are constantly, constantly, constantly instigating in order to bring down the government. This has been done, this is a tried and tested policy um, for supremacy. And this is the Indian National Congress. They were behind the rights, uh, the Godra massacre. Um, they were 
instigating with their media and, and the academia, uh, the dead people who, who were responsible for this. Then they accused the Ayodhya uh, Mosque, which was the reason behind it, this. They said the Muslims were angry, but because the Ayodhya Mosque came down, uh, it, if that's the case, for the for 20 years, from the 1980s to 1992, there were 550 mosques, uh, sorry, temples on the Indian subcontinent that came down, uh, literally that came down um, and, and the, the Indian National Congress did not do anything about it. Neither did the Muslims say anything. They were the ones who brought it down. When I say Muslims, again, I'm talking about the establishment. I'm not talking about Mr. and Mrs. every day. So you have 550 temples. I apologize if I made that mistake. Uh, 550 temples in Pakistan, in Kashmir and Bangladesh. No one raised their voice. They just kept quiet and hoped that the Hindus would not wake up up and the Hindus would keep quiet. Hindus would say, oh yes, yes, it happens. We can't do anything about it. But the anger, because everyone's a human being, the anger is for everyone. The anger will volcanic, uh, um, will find a volcanic vent. And when it does, you can't blame them. It's the same thing for everyone. If one side is angry, so it's the other side. So why in God's name do you play us versus them? Why? Why has the Indian National Congress, who supposedly fought for independence, um, now having a problem convincing us that they are the ones to join the country when they've played the minority versus majority from 1947? They played this constantly, 1947, and, and they try to convince us now that after 75 years, we are wrong and they are right. Well, they are the ones who are behind the breakup of the continent. They made bad decisions and were, were are responsible for partition of India. Um, they started this with the Khilafat movement that they joined in, in alliance, hoping that they could use these members of the Khilafat movement from the back door uh, to bring down the British. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they broke the subcontinent. And ever since then, there's been right after right the Congress has been involved in everything. Uh, and we're going to see again here that um, the role of the Congress in the Godra massacre. Uh, the cause of the Gujarat riots was the Godra massacre. But what the media and the, even the rivals of the, in, of the Congress party know is the role of the Congress in the, in the massacre. Some top Congress cooperators of Godra were accused in the Godra massacre um, and in on the rediff.com on, on 25th of March 2002, it was written, It never strikes them, the Nehruvian Stalinist in the English language media, that the non-Hindus of India could possibly be anything rather than victims oppressed by cruel medieval castist Hindus. Never mind that such Hindus exist largely in hyperactive imaginations. The Nehruvians twisted themselves into their own logic in their eagerness to justify the unjustifiable. The carnage that was set uh, off by the usual suspects, that is, the Muslims with links either to Pakistani subversives or to the Congress party, the difference between the two groups is vanishingly small when it comes to pressing forward the Muslim demands. Consider some implicated as suspects in the Godwa incident according to the BJP sources. Mehmood Hussein Kalota, uh, convener of the Congress District Minority Cell, Godra Municipality. Salim Abdul Ghaffar Sheikh, president of the Panchamal Youth Congress. 
Abdul Abdul Rahman Abdul Majid Ghatia, a known Congress worker. Farooq Bana, secretary of the district. Haji Balal, a known Congress worker. When 34 were, people were convicted by the Godra carnage, Abdul Rahman Abdul Majid Ghatia, Farooq Bana, got life imprisonment and Haji Balal had got the death penalty from the trial court in 2011, which was reduced to life imprisonment on 9th of October 2017. The prime suspect in the Goda train carnage case, Mohammed Hussein Kolota, a local Congress leader and president of the Goda municipality, was arrested, uh, bringing to the total number of arrests in connection uh, to 27 on the 3rd of March. Uh, he was picked up by personal and anti-Dakority squad of the city police from the residence of one Iqbal in Poland Bazaar area during a combining operations at 4 a.m. Kolota 45 has been evading arrest since the attack on the Sabarmati Express last Wednesday. Police have been arrested, have already arrested two municipal councillors and were looking for another two, Bilal and Farouk, in connection with the mayhem. Um... So we see over here, it's, it's really one after the other. The Congress were involved in the original massacre on the train uh, and their Muslim outfits with either connection to Pakistan uh, or the madrasas or uh, the Congress itself uh, were behind this massacre. It was pre-planned. Um, Two councillors contested as independents were reported to be Congress rebels uh, who could, after, um, um, after winning the elections as rebels, they were alleged to have rejoined the Congress party. Modi said in an interview uh, of 18 March 2002 that out of the first 80 odd arrests for Godra, 65 had Congress backgrounds. Um, so Delhi-based leaders ordered the attack to be carried out so as to... So why it's wrong to suggest that the main Congress head office was involved in the organization of this attack or that its Delhi-based leaders ordered the attack to be carried out so as to cause the riots in the BJP rule. Gujarat, uh, the target and target the BJP, there can be no denying that those who were behind the attack belong to the Congress. This may well have been incidental and there may have not been any involvement of anyone else else except the party, except those accused. But the facts, however bitter, have to be faced. Uh, the media responsible for Godra. Uh, precisely this, um, the demonization had resulted uh, of Hindus resulted in the Makabar incident of Godra, the vicious propaganda unleashed by the secularists for over a decade has made ordinary and gullible Muslims see the innocent Ram Sevaks as demons who deserve to be burnt alive. The Muslims do not seek our Sevaks as enemy merely because they fear psychosis generated by politicians um, like Mulayam Singh Yadav and company and the media. But such reporting in the media definitely infuriates them against the Sang Parivar. Um, however, for fanatics who turn, who don't blink an eye when 15 children are roasted in front of their eyes, media provocation is not needed to commit deadly crimes. We have seen uh, Dr. Conrad Els uh, says that likes of Romula Tappar and Pandey and Irfan Habib have blood on their hands. Um, 
provocative statements from the Congress-backed media uh, on May 27 on TV further anger the angry, anguished masses. Uh, nearly every non-BJP leader who appeared on TV treated the massacre as a response to the, to the Ayodhya movement. If you report the truth, then you will inflame Hindu sentiments, which will gain again be irresponsible. Uh, assuming that the intentions of the media were praiseworthy, the acts were horrific, Hindu sentiments were actually inflamed by the lies of the media, blaming the dead and would not have been the attackers that are blaming the de dead and would not have been had the attackers been blamed. The correct position was the one taken by the RSS, blaming the attackers and not the victims, but urging the Hindu society to show restraint and not take revenge on other Muslims. Had the media too done that, the riots would have been avoided. The insensitive, thoughtless, irresponsible reporting was inflammatory. Instead of understanding the feelings of sufferings of masses and their victims, the media kept insulting the dead victims um, by arguing that they had it coming. To use a metaphor, the media sent, went on kicking the dead dog and kept a safe distance from the mad dog. These people's concocted lies about Hindus provoking Muslims and the Godra angered uh, the masses. The masses in Gujarat felt that such a huge tragedy will at last soften the hearts of the English and electronic media and the non-BJP politicians. The secular establishment consisting of the media and the non-BJP, non-Shivsena politicians will at last give up its tirade against the BJP. VHP and the Ram Janma movie movement and condemned the Muslims who roasted the Karasevaks. But that did not happen. When the repeated insults of the dead of the VHP and the Ayodhya movement kept on continuing, the masses finally exploded on the 28th of February. The media further caused violence because of its malicious reporting, projecting the riots as completely one-sided. One -sided. There was a contrast of day and night in the versions of the riots and projected by national English media and the TV channels and the reality of the riots after the three days at least. Despite knowing fully well that the riots have been controlled by the 3rd of March 2002, a section of the media implied that the riots were still going on in the whole of Gujarat, even at a time when the riots had stopped everywhere except Ahmedabad, Vadodara and some places in Godra. The one-sided reports on Muslims being butchered, ignoring Muslims, attacked, caused more violence because the Hindus were angry at the lack of, uh, of suffering and indifference to the pain. Justice Tivatia's team was alarmed at the anger about the national media among Hindus. The media in infiltration of Muslims by repeatedly keeping Muslims angry about their co-religionists uh, being butchered caused more attacks by Muslims. The media wrong painting of Gujarat police as anti-Muslim was one of the major uh, reason for the numerous attacks on police policemen by Muslims. One moderate Muslim resident of Gujarat who was a witness to the riot told the writer that he that the perception of the police being anti-Muslim was the main cause of the attacks on the policemen by Muslims. Um, the English um, language media, particularly in Delhi press, is perceived by the Gujaratis to be biased. The information disseminated by, by it was neither balanced nor impartial. Um, 
By converting half-baked news stories into major headlines, print as well as electronic media widen the psychological hiatus between Muslims and Hindus. By disseminating half-truths and lies, the media played no mean role in distorting the country's image in the world. Um, So local and regional papers at the time seemed to be emotionally surcharged and lost sight of the objectivity. However, Gujarati newspapers by and large were factual day by day reporting. The editorial pages of locals and regional newspapers maintained a balance in projecting all viewpoints. Newspapers published in English from Delhi invariably editorialized the news direct and indirect comments in the news writing to so were telling so was so telling that personal likes and dislikes of news reporters were too obvious to be missed. English language newspapers published from Delhi appear to have the, assumed the role of crusaders against the state government from day one. It coloured the entire operation of news gathering, featuring writing editorials. The edit pages of English language press carried in comments that clearly that clearly indicate biases and against the state media of Gujarat in favour of the Congress, leftist party and secular intellectuals, the indifference to the carnage of Godra against the Hindu organisations and against the NDA government. Most national newspapers and news channels played down the intensity of Godra carnage and projected it as a result of provocations of, Mus- of pilgrims. Um, not many reporters were, uh, were duped were deputed to dig out facts or to follow up stories. Um, A distorted image of sectarian violence of the state was projected by the electronic and print media in Delhi, and the media did not help cool down the tempers. It failed to act as a platform to dialogue uh, for both sides on one hand and between people and the establishment on the other. The study team is considered opinion that the media is general failed to perform. as conscious and socially responsible gatekeepers of information. Telecasting images that spread hate and instigated violence is unhealthy, but their repeated telecast is lethal. Media acted as an interested party in confrontation, not as a neutral reporter of facts. Um, it So all of this... Um, it is just to show you what the media did and how it instigated these riots, how it missed all facts, and the only goal was it to protect its um, its ideological uh, and political patronage by the Indian National Congress, which had lost power and was now um, singing, and now the media had to sing a completely different tune, but they had been so used to this fake news, to this fake government, the socialist government at the centre for so long, for 60 years, they could not fathom looking at something at a, not from a different angle because they all flat earth, uh, one-sided, supremacist, socialist, high-powered, insensitive group of people um, that they refused to change sides. So they wanted to bring their old power, the old school power or the old order back and so they were supporting the Indian National Congress for political patronage um, to the detriment of the Indian state uh, and the people on the ground and and that is this is very clear from the reporting and that's why we got the riots. The Congress leaders were on, on cadres linked to the 
Gujarat riots. The Congress has been going from town to town, um, which was shook by the Gujarat riots last year. But when it comes to the involvement of its own party cadre in killings, Tenjanpat, or that means the place of the headquarters, maintains a deafening silence. Even when confronted by long-standing ally from freedom movement, says from the Freeman movement days, uh, the Jamat Ulma e Hind. Uh, most Congress cooperators and some Congress leaders of Gujarat have been actively participated in last year's riots. Um, the Jamat uh, Ulma e Hind, um, General Secretary, told the Times of India, we wrote letters to Congress President Sonia Gandhi, gave a list of Congress leaders involved in the riots, asked her to take action against them, but to no avail. On t- April 29, 2002, for example, the, Jamat, uh, the Jamiat Ulama received a list of 25 Congress leaders from its Gujarat chapter, which was, promote- which was promptly forwarded to her. This included a former Congress minister, a sitting MLA and a former MP. And then on August 20th, Madani reminded Gandhi, similarly, our appeal forward, forwarded to you in respect of the involvement of Congress MLAs, cooperators and workers in Gujarat, in the Gujarat carnage, along with the list of culpable names, remains disregarded. Um, of course, they, they said, you know, the Congress people said, oh, no, we were not aware of this correspondence. Ahmed Patel, Gandhi's political secretary, to whom copies were marked uh, but were not, was not available, available for comment. Uh, for instance, um, the Gujarat branch of the Jamat Ulama had written to the police commissioner of Vadodara after the Godra incident, an urgent meeting of the activists of the BJP, VHP, RSS and Bajrang Dal was held under the leadership of Yogesh Patel uh, and Chinnamam Gandhi. They had allotted the activists their jobs and they made a plan that instructed the activists to carry out this work without any fear and told them that they would get full support. The Gujarat <coughs> Jamiat Ulema had mapped the Congress leadership even at the district level. Uh, Eight names of Congress leaders included local MP, um, played as a negative role. Um, And we see a lot more names. I'm not going to go through all these names over here. Um, But there are names from the... um, from the in from the Congress brass that were involved in riots, so all this to back up and to bring back the old order back into government and to bring down the government of the Indian, uh, of the NDA, that's the BJP uh, alliance, um, and this led to seven hundred and ninety four uh, Muslims dying and two fifty four Hindus. So seven ninety four Muslims, two fifty four Hindus died in the riots, and thousands more displaced and houses burned. But the bulk of the of the of the um, the main people dead were 790 and all of that is considered the genocide when in 1969 there were more people dead in the 1984 riots there were more people dead there were people dying in 1992 riots in 1990 85 and not forgetting uh the Mopla riots where 10,000 Hindus were killed and no one has ever said anything about it. So it's all one-sided, one-sided, one-sided. And they just don't understand. They are, we are currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. If we keep repeating the same thing and keep looking for power, we'll come to the same 
um, and um, you have to take your responsibility. You have to stop um, feeding these people, the media, the academia, this secular Congress, then the narcissism of being so uh, absolutely fantastic and great and the only um, spinners in this world of, of news and 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 utopias when they have destroyed the country um, starting 120 years ago. Um, and from that, I'm going to take your leave. Uh, the book is called The Gujarat Writes, A True Story by M. Deshpande. You're welcome to go onto Amazon to get it. I, I've posted it on my Facebook page. Um, and I hope that you all will all take a look at it um, and go on from there. Uh, so thank you so very much. I really appreciate your time. You have a great weekend and a great evening. Uh, cheers and God bless.